and welcome back to the Pin for Pin podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Atkinson, and we're in week 23 of the college bowling season. This was basically the end of the regular season and the introduction to the preseason, and this all culminated with the Hoosier Classic. Like I always say, let's get right into it. Starting things with the NCAA events, it was the MEAC Conference Event 2, and it was Maryland Eastern Shore who won with a total score of 8,854, while Delaware State was only 36 pins behind them, and then North Carolina A&T was only 86 pins behind Maryland Eastern Shore to claim third. There were nine teams in this event, and at the top you really see some of the main programs. Now, Maryland Eastern Shore has been struggling, not a lot, but they haven't been winning tournaments. This is one of the only tournaments they've won. And you can see with Delaware State and North Carolina A&T also in the mix, it was a tough night out for them, but they eventually got the win. So congratulations to University of Maryland Eastern Shore for getting the victory and increasing their chances of a postseason run. The next tournament up was the Midwinter Invitational, and it was University of Nebraska who won with a total score of 10,847, while Wisconsin Whitewater finished second with a total score of 10,522. Maryville University finished third with a total score of 10,443, while Stephen F. Austin and Arkansas State were your fourth and fifth place finisher. Not to be left out, you had Louisiana Tech, Sacred Heart, and McKendry, six through eight, and then you had Youngstown State University, who finished ninth. There were 18 teams in this event, so a pretty full field of comp- of competitors. And again, a lot of these teams just trying to have that little extra inch to make it into the postseason. You got your conference champs who make it, but then also the people who get at-large bids, and these teams are definitely vying to get that at-large bid. But congratulations to Paul Klempa and the University of Nebraska for an incredible victory. At the Wildcat NCAA event, it was Wilmington University who won with a total score of 9,651, and then Damon College finished second with a total score of 9,595. Third place, Mercyhurst University with a total score of 9,537, while Caldwell University finished fourth, and then Molly College finished fifth. There were 10 teams in this event, so a pretty stacked field as well, and you gotta see that these teams are trying to put their name in the hat for postseason play. Most of these teams have not competed in NCAA postseason play, and so they're all trying to, again, vying for those at-large bids. So we'll see where this tournament helps affect who's going to go to the postseason and try and win a national title. Getting to the USBC events, it was the Cavalier Classic and Walsh University was your winner with a total score of 7,161, while Shawnee State finished second with a total score of 6,780. St. Vincent was your third-place finisher with a total score of 6,676, 
Paul Trine finished fourth. Akron finished fifth. And University of Cincinnati finished sixth. Next was the Metro Classic. Starting with the women, it was Sacred Heart University who won with a total score of 6,490.69, while St. Thomas Aquinas finished second with a total score of 4,856. Stevens Institute of Technology was the third-place finisher, while Westchester finished fourth, Nassau Community College finished fifth, and Sulphur Grant finished sixth. So congratulations to Sacred Heart women for winning the Metro Classic. For the men, it was Belmont Abbey College who won with a total score of 6,224, while Sulphur Grant finished second with a total score of 6,000. 19. Stevens Institute of Technology finished third with a total score of 5,943. There were nine teams in this event total. They bowled on the 2019 U.S. Open pattern, so a difficult pattern, but congratulations to Belmont Abbey for winning the Metro Classic. The tournament of the week was obviously the Hoosier Classic, and we'll start it with the women. It was Wichita State who won with a total score of 8,766, while Mount Mercy was just 24 pins behind to come in second place. Davenport University finished third with a total score of 8,573, while Savannah College of Art and Design Savannah finished fourth with a total score of 8,565. And then in your top five, you have Pikeville, who finished fifth with a total score of 8,521. Then you got Emmanuel in eighth, Newman University in ninth, St. Xavier in tenth place. There are lots and lots of teams in this competition, 65 to be exact. And there were 16 games and then 15 Baker games. And the Hoosiers always pretty interesting because it's the biggest tournament of the year by far. Even the sectionals is spread out to 20, 21 teams, 23 teams at most. So, I mean, you it's teams from every which way. You have your powerhouse teams and then you got, you know, your lower level teams and some club teams who are out here just to gain some experience at a really big tournament. But winning the Hoosier, of course, it's a Tier 1. It marks the end of the regular season, but also the beginning of the postseason. So congratulations to Wichita State for being able to win the varsity women's portion. For the men, Wichita State won with a total score of 9,232. SCAD Savannah finished second with a total score of 9,124. McKendree finished third with a total score of 9,025, while Tennessee Southern finished fourth with a total score of 8,962. And then rounding out the top five was Weber International University, who finished fifth with a total score of 8,956. Some other notable names in the top ten was Tennessee Wesleyan College, William Patterson University, Calumet College of St. Joseph, 
St. Ambrose University and Oklahoma Christian, who were your 5th through 10th place finishers. There were a total of 78 teams in this event. And one of the most interesting things was that Scad Savannah was actually leading going into the Baker portion, but Wichita State was able to get the lead and then pass them by 100 pins. So congratulations for Wichita State for pushing that little bit extra to get the win. And so they did, and they remain at the top of the bill for the rankings. They've been so for the majority of the year. And this is why they were national champions last year, and they're looking to repeat that as well this year for both the men's and the women's section. And so all of this determined rankings and all that, but I will go over all those next week because the selection show was Wednesday. And so next week, I will be making my predictions on who's going to move on out of each section for both the men's and the women's portion. And it will be interesting to see how many of them I get right. And we'll also have one wild card that could potentially make nationals. Each section has the favorites, but there's always that one team that figures it out and has an opportunity to win big. But that's all I got for this episode of the Pin for Pin podcast, so I'll leave you all with this. The levels of success are good, better, best. So never let it rest till you're better than the best. See you all next week.